This is News Talk. And obviously the Kerry Babies case dominates all of the front pages this morning. The front of the Irish Daily Mail pair held on suspicion of murder, man and woman arrested. The Irish Daily Mirror too held over Kerry Babies murder. The Irish Sun, Kerry Babies murder arrests. Uh, also on the front of the Irish Independent, Kerry Babies too held on suspicion of murder and the Irish Daily Star murder arrest in Kerry Babies probe. Gardaí last night quizzing two suspects over the murder of a baby found with stab wounds on a beach in Kerry back in 1984. The papers say it's after a DNA breakthrough. A man in his 60s and a woman aged in her 50s were arrested in rural Kerry yesterday over the infamous case and they have a photograph of the grave of the baby known as Baby John discovered with 28 stab wounds on the beach back in 1984 and what's interesting of course is half the country really remember this uh, and for the younger half of the country they're going to need a refresher on what exactly happened and what Ireland was like back in 1984 but uh, it's a story that's going to dominate the news and we'll have a lot more on News Talk Breakfast about that we'll be going to carry for the latest but that is the main story dominating all of the front pages uh, another story on the front of the Irish Times is about the windfall tax and apparently the government changed its position on uh, on a windfall charge for fossil fuel companies after the government was lobbied by the owner of an oil refinery in Cork which had warned that the policy could threaten the viability of the plant and now the changes to the windfall tax are set to lead to lower levels of income arising from the charge according to a confidential briefing note given to ministers. I assume that's why the figure is so wide because we heard earlier in this week that the windfall tax could bring in between 200 and 600 million euro. Such a disparity in figures there. Maybe it's because of uh, some of the lobbying that went on that they've changed a little bit of the rules about that. But you can read more in the Irish Times about what lobbying went on from refineries about the windfall tax. The front of the Irish Examiner tells us that there's a big meeting today between two Fianna Fáil ministers, they being Housing Minister Dara O'Brien and Minister for Older People Mary Butler. And this meeting is in a bid to allay fears over a move to let nursing home residents keep 100% of rental income of their home. Now, the whole idea is that you try and free up more vacant homes for the rental market. Mary Butler isn't happy, though, because uh, she wasn't told about this. Uh, and she says that there could be unintended consequences and she questioned whether it would actually increase the number of properties available for rent. This was announced on Wednesday that if residents are in a nursing home they can keep all of the income you get from renting out the house under the scheme. So Mary Butler and Darrow O'Brien going to meet today uh, and what they're worried about, what Mary Butler, I think reading between the lines, she's worried about people could be put into nursing homes prematurely because maybe the family would look and go, well, that house is worth a lot of money to rent it out. Let's put mum or dad or our aunt into a nursing home even if they don't need to maybe go in that early. So uh, there are some concerns and uh, I know Sage Advocacy are saying that they don't want older people to become a political football over the housing crisis. So we'll see how that meeting goes. Now, interesting one in the Irish Times about pubs and a group representing pubs believes that the Irish pub is disappearing from tourism 
promotion. Donald O'Keefe is Chief Executive of the Licensed Vintners Association and he says in the Irish Times what's been noticeable in recent years has been the absence of pubs from the tourism promotion undertaken by this country. Uh, and I know we want to sort of move away from the reputation that Ireland is just about drinking, but Donald O'Keefe is making the point that an awful lot of tourists do come here for the Irish pub experience, but he's not seeing that in the ads for Irish tourism. And he says pubs are a significant part of Irish culture and they do appeal to a cohort of visitors. And he's warning against simply ignoring pubs because it doesn't show all of the Irish cultural and tourism experience. Now, Folger Ireland says Irish pubs have always been and remain an important part of Ireland's hospitality offering there. Uh, And I'm reminded I was in Ackle Island over New Year's uh, in a pub. Uh, I don't drink Guinness, but a lot of people I was with said the Guinness was very good and looked very well. But there was a roaring fire in the pub and there were two dogs lying in front of the fire. And I did sort of feel I was in a tourism ad, so maybe I should have taken a photo and put it out, sent it on to the tourism bodies. But anyway, pubs not happy. They don't feel they're being sold enough to the international market. Now, in the mirror, there is a video of a young traveller child smoking during a boozy sing-song in a kitchen and it's causing outrage after footage appeared online. The child, I don't know the age of the child or indeed where it was filmed, by the way, but anyway, the child apparently, according to the video, is standing on a chair with a fag in the hand belting out Dolly Parton. The youngster is seen taking regular puffs during his performance uh, and also at one stage he passes around the cigarette to other revellers before asking for it back. And at one point, uh, the young lad tips the ash from the fag into a bottle of beer on the table. The video has been circulated online and uh, has racked up thousands of views, according to the Mirror. They have an interview with Pavi Point, who says it's not acceptable. And uh, he reckons, Martin Collins from Pavi Point reckons that the young lad is about nine or Ten, So you can read more about that in the Mirror. Haven't seen the video myself, but it's clearly doing the rounds. Staying with the Mirror, they have the news that a lot of brides are getting second-hand or pre-loved wedding dresses. This is according to Vincent's in Dundalk in Louth, which is a charity shop. And they're seeing brides from all around the country travel to get pre-loved wedding dresses. The brides are on a small budget, but they'll get the same special experience Uh, as they would in other retailers. And they're selling around 120 wedding dresses a year. Already this year, 40 brides have gone to Dundalk to get second-hand wedding dresses. And you can get a wedding dress from 100 to 300 euro. So uh, they also say some of the wedding dresses that come in are brand new. So there you go. You don't have to spend thousands on a wedding dress. A couple of final stories. One comes from the Times of London. Uh, And apparently families are at war because four in ten people surveyed say they are at war with a family member. One in three haven't spoken to a relative for more than three years. And the top reasons for not speaking to a family member were selfishness, life choices, relationship issues, parenting differences and issues with 
children. And of course, you're reminded there's no such thing as a per- perfect family. Every family has skeletons in the closet and uh, a lot of families clearly having a lot of rows. The final stories I want to bring you are all to do with sleeping. So staying with the Times of London, your coffee habit could be doing wonders for your step count because a study has suggested when people were able to drink as much coffee as they wanted, they took about a thousand more daily steps, according to new research. So you're walking a lot more when you're lashing the coffee into you, but you're not sleeping great because on days when those people had enforced abstinence, they slept for about 30 minutes longer. So you're sleeping less with all the coffee, but you're certainly walking more and staying with sleeping in the mail. I know a lot of you uh, either have audio books that you listen to before bed or maybe you have some music or rainfall, rainforest noises. It's quite a good idea because those methods of helping us drift off to sleep seem to be effective. A study has found listening to the sounds of nature or audio stories before bed can boost your sleep by 30 minutes a night. So if you have these uh, sound apps, you're getting very good sleep. And what they reckon is that you are distracted from worry and stress. It reduces your brain activity. It just kind of slows you down uh, and it allows you to drift off for longer. Obviously, a lot of people worried about uh, work and they're glued to their screens and all that stuff. So maybe an idea to get, you know, Stephen Fry narrating Harry Potter. Stick that on in your room before you go to sleep and you might have some extra shut-eye. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.